we made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. And, and Kathy, Kathy Ferris. Hey, you followed us over to part two. Thanks a lot. All right, let's get this second part going. Jenny, a couple of years ago, a bear was in town, and there was a an auto, like a... It was robo call. There was right. a robocall to everybody from the police department. I chased that bear for hours because it moved so fast, and uh-huh. I never saw it. It was like really on Indian Hill, South Street, Blue Moon, and I was like, bing, 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 you're bing. Just, you're just following reports of it coming right. in. That's it went amazing. to Blue Moon for lunch. Send Marsha. Yeah. It was. It was in the dumpster. <laughs> it's, it's got I a manicure. Got natural see it. nails. I was so mad. Oh, it's too bad. So you chased it out of town, and yeah, it, was, it hasn't come back. Well, okay. we haven't. We do have a bobcat, though. We do. Mm-hmm. Right now, we do. Yep. Wow. And it's been going between Dover, Sherburn, Medfield. It was um, over in the center town. Nice. A guy on a sawmill had it on his wildlife cam. No kidding. Got a really good picture. And that's how you got in touch. I mean, that's how you learned of this. I learned, I first learned, I was hiking with my dog at Rocky Woods, Mm -hmm. and I could have sworn I heard it, and I was like, oh, that's crazy, because it was a loud animal in the woods, and I was like, oh, it's a bobcat, and I I was like, no, no, and then three days later, there was a, somebody put a picture on that neighborhood website Mm -hmm. in Sherburne. Wow. I was like, I knew it was a bobcat. Uh (laughs) So, um. But they're, they're. Very elusive. They're not going to bother people. They're <laughs> relatively common around here, though, aren't they? Like, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and bobcats were pretty common. Not in me, Mass. But... I mean, not in this area. Okay. But not in the school system. Not in the school system. Okay. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about your book? Oh, sure. Um, I wrote a book. It was published in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to do three book talks before COVID. I had a bunch oh, that's all great. lined Yay. up mm-hmm. before COVID, and they all got canceled. Yep. <laughs> but it's a, it's an action-adventure story called Under the Hidden Moon. Awesome. And you can get it at Amazon. Okay. Um, and it's it does have some animal control stuff in there, mm-hmm. and it's more just like action-adventure. Nice. Story. Nice. That's awesome. Did you always want to write a book? I did. I, did. I read a lot. And I always have just all this stuff going in my head. So <laughs> how long how long did it take you to write this? Um, about a year. Mm-hmm. And is it I based do it at night after work? Is it based on personal experiences or some just creative? Yeah, some. Yeah. And then the second, I wrote another book, which I'm doing edits on now, mm-hmm. the second one. And that one I just took out of the headlines of the news. Yeah. But I used my ADHD and a lot of the struggles I had as a kid, and I kind of. Put them in because the character is a young man who self-medicates and becomes a drug addict and all that. And he just what happens to his life. Gotcha. Um, so I was able to pull in some personal experience from that. And then everybody liked this one, so they wanted the same character. So I started a third one with these oh, guys. Oh, good. So That's can, great. You got a series coming along. Yeah. Do you, have you written in people who were like, do you have like repeat customers here who call animal control and like i'm gonna write you in the book and it's not gonna be good (laughs) you do i love it see that's the way to sell it yeah i don't know if you read the book but chapter five it's a pretty blatant dig at um me me well (laughs) i've only called you i've only called animal control twice and they were both legit things one a turkey flew into my like window and unfortunately, it didn't work well. Okay. And then two, there was a deer who I just thought had a limp, and they actually had to um, shoot him in my front yard. So. Really? <laughs> yes. Did you get to keep it? 
No, no. Did it happen like on the weekend what, wait. or was I oh, there? Dear. No, it was like after five o'clock. It was like five oh, fifteen. So who shot it? The police. The on police? your front yard. Yeah. They discharged a firearm in in our neighborhood. Yeah, that? twice, like a year ago. Oh, no, maybe two years ago. I'm envisioning a cop standing over a deer. And yeah, I thought it was no, just like hand- slugs in them. No, because the the handgun doesn't work. You need the sh- I have the four ten shotgun. Yes, and that works. Yeah, he was yes. clearly sick, but because I, I just thought he was just like, oh look at this is so serene, and my back my yeah. lawn looks so nice right Mario and um so like oh they're just here and they said no he's sick um do you have kids in the house and I said no like because we're gonna have to shoot him I'm like he can just live out the rest of his life yeah. right here I'm cool with that I'm very cool with that and they were like no and then it they might still be alive then they shot him and then they had to shoot him again yeah this handgun doesn't work yeah oh and they used the handgun but they said it was so sick that they couldn't don't because they donate the meat, right? Like there are some places that come. Yeah, we call. I mean, technically, you're supposed to bury it, but it seems like such a waste. Right. Yeah. So pe- I have a list of people that I can call, even at two in the morning, and they'll come like for a roadkill. Right. But he was so diseased that they said they wouldn't take yeah. it. Mm-hmm. This is jarring. I don't know why I brought Let that in. Let that be a lesson to you, listeners. When you call animal control, I don't know if you caught that. But there's a 410 shotgun <laughs> in that truck. Yeah. And your call might lead to it being discharged. Yeah. So if it's you're calling <laughs> just because you saw something and it's probably nothing, don't waste the time. I, I actually called you one time. I called the police about a hawk. Mario, do you remember this? The hawk in the backyard. They said they can't, uh, they said they send you over to Cronin. So I in touch with you, and then you put me in touch with the state ornithologist. I don't know if you remember this. It's a couple of years ago. <clears throat> I was chopping wood. Yeah, I'm sure it stands out in all of the calls that you get. It might. Well, well, <laughs> you didn't hear the rest call. of the story. So this, I was chopping wood, and this hawk dive-bombed and brushed its wing across me, and I I was like, whoa, I had such a close call with wildlife. Oh, that's because they had the nest. There was a I nest. I do remember yes. that, yeah, because there's nothing you can really do. Yeah. So. And they can be... Very protective. They were very aggressive. So this thing kept... Well, Mike has pointed out that um, I'm a little thin up top of the hair. So I've got this bald spot on the back of my head. And this thing zeroed in on me and dragged its talons across my head and <gasps> cut me three times. Right? I do remember that. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, what was I going to say? And the, I think uh, I told you to get one of those hats with an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Some silly thing. You know what <laughs> I used a hockey helmet, actually. I just put a hockey helmet on if I had to go out there. I did that. I got to go chop some wood, honey. And he still I mean, it's a doesn't short know. period of time, but they, they're brutal. Yeah, it was, it was about six weeks right in the middle of the summer. And so the state ornithologist was so excited. He wanted to come to the house. He wanted to see this situation because it's very rare that they attack humans. And uh, he was pretty pumped up. He found the nest, saw that there were fledglings in it, and said, you've got about four to six weeks and they'll move on. But uh, that was too bad because, you know, we had birthday parties and stuff in the backyard. And I'm like, just watch out for the hawk. (laughs) Did it only attack you? Yes. Hmm, I take that personally. I know. Well, I do. Over to Mario. We're going to talk to Mario a little bit. Um, He's doing the lawn care. He's our first advertiser. So I feel like I owe a favor to this guy. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. That's my pleasure. I couldn't wait. Good. Thanks. He's also, he slipped me a hundred bucks for this charity that we want to start up soon. And I said, hold on to that until 
you guys don't know this. He gave he gave me a hundred bucks. I was telling him about a charity we want to do, right, to help the inner city. We've talked yes. about this, oh. and he just reached his wallet and pulled out a hundred bucks and said, oh. "Here you go, brother." And I said, "Wow, thanks, man." So, you're a good supporter, a good friend. We like to have you here. And well, it's um, my pleasure. My what, pleasure. What can you tell us about our lawns? Mine's looking really good because you take care of it, but. It's not easy. I mean, it's getting dry out there. Yes, it's a very, very, very dry August. It hasn't been, we haven't been, had this much drought. It's been years. So, but the good news is they're starting to come back because the August, the cool nights and the dew in the morning, mm -hmm. they protect themselves. Yeah. You know, they, and they, they will come back. We had so much rain in the spring and, and most of the way through the summer that they, they will They'll all bounce back really good. Yep. Uh, some nitrogen, some lime. Some people don't like it because now you see all the in the in the in the ponds. Mm -hmm. Oh, the runoff. Yes, yes. yes. Right. And you see the green. Well, because there mm -hmm. hasn't been a lot of rain to mix the ponds up, and okay. you know, so get a little nitrogen on your lawn and uh, some lime, and okay. it will bounce back. And good. yeah, I do believe I do believe it's going to be a great fall. The patterns will change. The rain will come, and, and it always does. Some rivers and streams are low, and that's because of beaver dams. Some rivers and streams are medium, and they're coming back. Okay. Yeah. Mario, what do we do about this now, this water ban that we have that we're in a tier four? Yes, yes, there is there is a water ban, and um, I guess we need to obey it. <laughs> okay, so what are we obeying, Mario? What is what uh, is the Level way four. the way I the what the way I hear and read it's every Thursday you can water. Oh, oh okay. I think, that's I think than that's I, I think it's you can water on Thursday, handheld only. So that's oh. great. You can go out with your watering can and your headphones and you're listening to us while you water your While lawn. you water, yes you guys, yes. That's it will perfect. take you yes. five hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I just weigh in with so my... So Rick's rundown will just be winding down as you finish. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because it's so long-winded. But here's my <laughs> take on... Uh, I kind of march by, this, by the beat of my own drum, right? Yeah. So if I go on vacation for a week or two and I don't water my lawn at all, what I do in my head is I have accrued five or six watering days, right? If it's like odd and even, you know what I'm saying? I don't if think it works that If it's odd and way. even, Rick... Yeah, but that was early. <laughs> yeah, so yes. so when it was when it was odd and even, and I was on vacation for two weeks, I accrued a week's worth of watering that I did not. Do you not have a yeah, system? Yeah, that was a good you know try, I mean? buddy. That was yeah, a good try. Yeah. Have you ever done a? Um, <laughs> well, let me. What? Have you ever done like a door prize and you're not there to claim your prize? I would. And it goes say to the next the, ticket that they yeah. pull. Yeah, brother. this right. is the same thing. You missed your yes. opportunity, buddy. Well, if the logic is we're trying to conserve water. And then I just watered it. Like, it, here's the deal. I, I'm pretty good, but sometimes you got to water something. I don't know. It's like I got to fill up my pool. There's sometimes that. you do have to water something. Yes, and I I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, and you know what happened? People that put in new lawns this year yes. and people that did sod and because sod, sod has to be It has watered. to be. I mean, you can fix hydro seed the next season, mm -hmm. but you can't fix it. No, sod, that thing's like a dead carpet yes, you just have to yes. roll up you roll it back up and you bring it down to the cemetery and so true story <laughs> about three years ago i got is this about your lawn again yeah i got a warning <clears throat> a, 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 oh, little, really? a little reminder in the mail just a, a gen a friendly reminder from the mario's laughing i think he's yeah. the one that tipped them off no, Mario, no. 
<laughs> no, Mario got a phone. No, Mario got a phone call when it happened. You did? Okay. Yes. Okay, so it happened From once. you, Rick. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I called, and I got I got this uh, thi- a postcard in the mail that says, hey, you know, a neighbor dropped a dime on you. Don't do it. No way, really? Something like that. Yeah. Hey, just, re- you know, just remind you, here's the deal. So I'm like, okay, cool. I put it aside. About two weeks later, I guess I'm watering on the off night, which is not always intentional. Sometimes the system I don't even know how to use is going off when I didn't know it was supposed to. And I to. must, I must interrupt. I have to interrupt. And he's right. There were so many times, even myself, because there's so many zones here at Rick's house, <laughs> I come in and try to figure out something. Rick will call me, Mario, or we'll call the sprinkler company. There's a lot of zones. We've had the box replaced. And sometimes, even during a storm, lightning will kick it off. Yeah, and then it'll reset it. It'll reset it, and Rick is on vacation, and... He'll give me a call, Mario, can you go check it? And I will come and check it and try to get it right. And if I can't, I will make a phone call. But sometimes it's a few days until we find out about the storm or until our cycle is to come back and and do the Fink property. And then you, you know, so. Yeah, Listen, like, like, I don't think, I think everyone is feeling for Rick right now that he's on vacation. And, and with, he's got this big lawn that has so many zones. Well, that no, like we have to keep track, track of it, so he has to go to Mario's lawn care. Well, like Mario, like, was, I get, it. I feel your pain, yeah. Rick. How, how do you do this? Well, like Mario was saying, <laughs> I am a victim, and <laughs> and I will skip. I have skipped vacations when he's gone. I don't take it, so I can be here in case something happens. Someone's got to watch Mario. That was already property. implied. We already knew that. We got yes. Okay, so can I just finish this story? So I get a second um, warning in the mail. It was a, the postcard. It's the same postcard. And it's saying, hey, one more time, we're going to have to charge you, you know, fine you. How much is the fine? Okay, uh, $25. Oh, that's so a- for $25, I got to keep some shrubs alive. Um, the third time I got my warning with the $25 charge, mm-hmm. it was hand-delivered. By the water department. Wow. And I kid you not, I was washing my car on an odd day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, did they come to get, was there backup or was it just one guy? It was two guys and they got out of the car and, you know, I just dropped the hose and I raised my hands. I said, you got me. I love it. Is that really true? Yes. And they kind of laughed like, don't shoot the messenger. You know, they, they don't, that's not their... It's not really one of the top I job love the story. And, I know, love this story. Delivering fines. Right, so yeah. in the water department, they just, you know, they want people to, to use the water and have. Yeah. It generates income for the town, water and sewer. Yeah. It generates true. income, but they also have to be careful of the usage. So mm-hmm. it's a, you know, but it's a double-edged sword. Here's what I would say. You a should $25. be a politician, Mario. That was fantastic. Yeah, Mario's a good that. guy. I'd vote for you. You run for school board. I think it's time for some new people in school board. We'll talk about that oh some my other God. time. I know that this is all important, but we really need to get on to the, the, the business that Mario and Jennifer are experts in, and that is Skunk Gate. Skunk Gate? Was yeah, it? the skunk murder. Yeah, all right, let's oh, yeah. get to the bottom of this. I have questions. You guys are experts. I think that's, that you can help uh, with That this. would be Jennifer's forte. Actually, there's one question for you, Mario, that I think that you could... Okay, you okay. can ask, if you <laughs> ask me first, and I'll slide okay. the mic over to Jen. So a neighbor said she had a skunk, then she said she got rid of it. But the time frame between those two events was 12 hours. But Mike will tell but you. But in reality, then as the story goes on, all of a sudden it's like three days had passed, maybe four days. 
She was hoping her husband would remove it. He was mm-hmm. hoping she would remove it. Classic case of Kitty Genovese syndrome. If you, if there are any psychology majors out there, everybody's just hoping someone else will take care of the problem, and nobody does. So finally, she took care of it. She described a badly decomposed tail that fell off, gritting teeth on a skunk. I mean, this is sensationalized news at its finest. Yeah. Also, Why didn't she they is... call animal well, control? Because she wanted to take care <laughs> of it. Thank you, here's... Jennifer. Well, this is our first question. Because it's um, virtual learning, and that was science class, and that's all part of the beauty of it. Come on outside. We're going to learn about biology. Well, I know where the animal is in the vicinity. It's on the corner of this is my Hickory question for Mario. and Farm. This is my question for Mario, because mm-hmm. when we interviewed the prime suspect who, you know, said that, oh, she knew this was here. She was waiting out her husband. It was a terrible smell. She waited a couple of days, and then she um, had her son help her dispose of the body with snow shovels. But she said, well, we just put it in, was it a... In the woods. In the gray area. In the gray the area. Woods. She's like, you know, it's like nobody's space. Now, Mario, let me ask you and your customers, they know exactly where their property lines are, right? 99.9% of them know every square inch. Exactly. And if they don't, I show them because. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, right? There's no in the woods in Medfield. Isn't, there is no in the woods. There's in no in the woods. Exactly. There wasn't even an into the woods in Medfield this year because they had to cancel the high school play. <laughs> but they made up for it in their Hashtag online COVID. advertising. I really don't want to say too much more, but they called. Who called you? What? Oh, Loud Mario, work. that's so good because you're right. That's <laughs> what are, they are you use. Being no kidding. Wow. Hundred pounds of lime for a this, skunk. This man. is getting so interesting, and yeah. this is why we brought more. That's mo- two and a half, two point. <laughs> Thanks let for me, the conversion. Let me ask so you I have a I have a pit, mm-hmm. and then I I have a big pile of dirt next to it, and yeah. I throw the animals in the pit, and then I throw some dirt on top of them. Wow! So I don't know why they wouldn't have just called. First so I, I love somewhere in Medfield, there's just a tower there's of a dead animals pit. with soil sprinkled between. Yeah, and I've had so many pits since 1982. They go all around the whole back of the property because we wow. like redigging. Wow. When you say property, what are you talking about? Yeah, Kathy yeah. wants Wastewater a tour. treatment plant. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I lo- First of all, you guys are coming back. Because Kathy just gonna- cleared her schedule for <laughs> next week. <laughs> right, so... I just got a new pit. They just dug a new one because uh. the other one was I like how you say that like somebody just got a Prada bag. You're like, yeah. I just got a new pit. <laughs> That's gross. So this thing just fills up with water and rain and it's just... And lime? Yep. Right? Oh, lime. hang on. It's gross because it fills up with water and rain, not the rotting carcasses. <laughs> yeah, it's gross because that's, of well, the that's water. Totally, yeah. It's very sandy gravel material. So yeah. it's... And everything decomposes. And yep. Over time it settles and then they... You know where that is, and mm-hmm. dig around and dig some more, and go to the left and go to the right. So okay. there's, like Jenny said, now she has a new pit. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you this: hey, so you have you have lime that comes now. What I've learned from my investigation about this, because I started, I started, I opened an investigation last week, and I'm a pretty busy person, so I could only start with the vic, which is the victim, the the skunk. And what I've learned about skunks. I just learned that earlier today. Skunks is that they're about, they're like a house cat. Like, you know, they're about 19 inches. And if you don't know what, listeners, if you don't know what 19 inches is, it's like if you lay a bottle of Chardonnay down and you put a box of devil dogs next to it, that's the length of a skunk. Am I correct with that, Jenny? 
Okay. Um, so, you know, it's pretty hefty. It's pretty hefty, right? So uh, my question to you. They're very light, though. They're light? You don't need two snow shovels to dispose of it? Well, unless, I mean, in this heat, everything will fall apart. Okay, that's why they use two okay. snow shovels to okay. get rid of it. So her claim is that um, it was just there. Just this, all of a sudden, this healthy skunk, like one night, she smelled it, and then it was there. Now, in the middle of her walkway, do you believe this? I mean, it could have been hit and then staggered. Mm-hmm. Here's a hard-hitting question. Do you know the difference between an urban and a rural? No, suburban. Uh, sorry. A suburban and a rural skunk, correct? Yeah, suburban and an urban skunk. What's the difference there? Would you be able to spot the difference? No. Yeah. Is there a difference? They all smell. This is why she's suspicious. One, because she's adamant that it's a suburban skunk, and she's adamant that she has no idea what a suburban skunk is. Also, she was originally from New Hampshire slash Vermont. Vermont, Mm -hmm. Okay, so she was from Vermont originally. Is she going to listen to this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. <laughs> Did she do anything illegal? We have to move on. I just wanted to close. No, with this I mean I love when people take care of the dead animals themselves. Okay, <laughs> especially in August. Sure, sure. Here's the thing with it, though, that I feel like what we're missing in this whole thing and why this should be its own Dateline thing is that if skunks like get a bad rap because yes, they have a smell, but first of all, only if they're frightened will they do the right. Will they and do you the, have to really. I mean, what happened today is the skunk was all tangled up in a. Oh, you didn't tell the story someone, yet, did you? Someone, no. Yeah, you didn't oh, tell us the story tell today. Tell us the story oh, about so, what happened you know, to you. They had a net around like a garden area, and mm-hmm. it was all just like tangled up, mm. and that's why it sprayed. I, I was, wasn't like quick enough getting the towel over the back, and then I had to lift the towel because the back legs were all tangled up because mm-hmm. the, they're almost blind. Well, I've got to tell you, you don't smell like a skunk yeah. right now, so that's impressive. Right. Well, then, yeah. Um, so it just it was spraying a couple times and then mm. then it was empty not biting not you know they don't yeah. they're very mild well not uh-huh. only that they're they are very talented what people don't realize about skunks is that you know when they like they might be fr- they're only going to attack somebody that they're frightened from and the way they attack they attack them is super entertaining it's like an instagram influencer like they're on tiktok yeah, where they do the little dance what they do the little dance like they, they go up on their hind feet a handstand. Yeah, they twerk. And they spray, but they never take their eyes off their attacker. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like a yeah, Beyonce it, show. Like, yeah. Twist yeah. his body like that. That's funny. Just called me. The police just called you? Mm-hmm. Can you take that call live? <laughs> <laughs> On speakerphone? Okay, okay, sorry, Rick. Do you have another like backyard story you want to tell us? No, better yet. I've got another quiz game. Oh, oh boy. Okay, so <clears throat> I talked to... Jenny and Mario, and I asked them, what are you guys experts in? And they both love the Grateful Dead. Really? And they have both been to a lot of shows together. Mario, how many shows have you been to? New Year's Eve in San Francisco this past. Yeah, but how many have you been to? Was 296. Are you kidding me? Stop. You haven't even seen 300 yet. Okay, talk to me when you hit that milestone. (laughs) Jenny. How many have you seen? Not that many. No? I have 290. I haven't been to 297 concerts total. I, I, as Where a kid, I never made it inside to 
it was Sullivan Stadium. Oh. Because we were having so much fun outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, right in the, yes, I get it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you uh, five rounds of questions. Okay, we'll just go back and forth, and we'll <clears throat> keep a tally for the bragging rights. Mario, this one goes to you. Round one. Which of the following, these are, the first round's easy. Which of the following items was not traditionally sold by deadheads during a tour? A, veggie burritos. B, tie-dye t-shirts. C, marijuana. D, lobster thermidor. I'm going to go with D. Oh, yeah. Good, good for you. Jenny's lobster nodding in approval. I, had a, I love that you guys are going to be able to stump him because he had, he's the worst at trivia. Well, and I had I'm a thought just trivia. before we started. I was like, I'm expecting Mario to absolutely destroy this trivia because he's been to 297 shows but then i was like maybe having been to 297 shows you're not going to be great with recall <laughs> so i'm very interested to see how this trivia goes me too <clears throat> all right jenny why did the deadhead oh, i made this one up why did the deadhead climb down from the water tower <laughs> i'm gonna because... tell you because he was way too high uh... like it would that's really good. <laughs> that, was a good that was a good one. Yes, that was a good one. Mario is being kind, everyone. Okay, round two. Mario, how did Jerry Garcia lose a finger at age four? Chopping wood with his brother. Yeah. Jenny, which finger was cut off? The middle finger. Which hand? Oh, God. Right. No, left. It was the right. <laughs> is it the right? It was the right. Yeah. You got it That's right. That's what I thought, because yep. I'm like... Good. Guys, both have one point. Round three. Mario. They got one. Wait, they got one point for all the things that they've oh, gotten right. Two. Wait, I just saw a car oh, the yeah. other day with a Medfield sticker on the back and a Jerry Garcia handprint on the back. Was that either of you two? No, it's not. But I've seen that one too, and I'm, I wish I could. I wish I could talk to them because yeah. I love to talk. I to just saw it the other day, and I was yes. like, "Oh, yes. let's ask our listeners if we know who this yeah. person is." Mario wants to talk to them. Yeah, yes. email us, and uh, we'll this is what small town is all about. Is it the sticker? Is it the one with his? Yes, hand? yes, yep. with yeah. the missing finger. Yes, yep. I've only been half of to talk finger. to those. That's folks. fine, but man. I don't want to creep them out. Sometimes you have to be careful yeah. nowadays. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. You're too friendly to creep anybody out, Mario. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping. Hey, let me talk to you about that okay. Grateful Dead. Yes. Round three. Mario, where did the Grateful Dead perform their last show together before Jerry Garcia died? In Chicago at... It's on the tip of my tongue. Chicago at Wrigley Field. No. Chicago at Soldier. Soldier's Field. Yes, Soldier's Field. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We'll just... But in fairness, Rick only has Chicago, Illinois as the answer. Yeah. What was the last song of their encore that night? I know the first song, but I don't know the last How one. How do these deadheads the really know this? They know um, set list questions about a concert. Amazing. Touch of Grey was the first one, because that's the one song that I don't really like, but that was their, like, number one, one hit. Yeah, the, the only, the only, <laughs> and Mario the only one that made the charts. Right. It's the only song that ever um, made the charts by them. Not, Jennifer, I'm appalled. Well, it's just not my favorite. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of... Giving in to modern, I don't know. Yeah, they even made a music video. All right, so what did what would be the last one? Do you know the last one? If it was my last one, I would say. If you were packaging it up, you're trying to box up the show. Yeah, before it rains. Is that a play on words? Eartha. Okay. Box of. Box. Oh, box of. Oh God. Which is actually. Box of. 
Yes. That's one of the songs, one of the very few songs that Phil sings in the box of Okay, well, we're not giving you extra credit. Yes, Round we are. Yes, four. we are giving you extra credit for yeah, that, Yeah, let me just say, nobody has ever come anywhere close to doing this well in Rick's trivia. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually getting upset because I try to make, <laughs> I try to make my is. guests look foolish, and uh, it's not happening. All right. <clears throat> Mario. My friend Gary has a bootleg from the September 26, 91 show, and there is a guy playing the accordion. Who is that guy? Bruce Hornsby. Wow! wow. <laughs> Not even a moment's wow. hesitation. Jeez. Can we just end this Bruce trivia now? Bruce was a really good There's friend somebody... to Jerry's. Oh. A very, very good friend to Jerry's. He wow. didn't even hesitate. Yeah, I'm yeah, impressed. that yeah. was impressive. 297 Grateful Dead shows, and he's still got a functioning brain. <laughs> also, <laughs> Rick, <laughs> also Mike, Rick got to say that he had a friend named Gary. Yeah, yeah. I do, <laughs> and I made it up. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> Jenny, on the same uh, night, the same show, which, by the way, where was it? Where was that show played? September 26, 91. September 26, 91, they came out of Boston. Was it September 26, 91? I'm going to say MSG, Madison uh, Square Garden. No, the, no, you were right, Boston. They were Okay, the 26. Oh, what year was this? 91. Okay, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes, I was. Yeah, okay. I was. Uh, and Rick's favorite movie is Rain Man, and you are really... Oh, yeah. they, did, they did six shows. One of the shows was a... One of the shows was a... I'm going to tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. Me and a friend of mine. One of the shows was a benefit was a benefit for the the Boston Celtics owner's son is mm-hmm. blind and goes to went to the school in Boston here the school of yeah, blind yeah. okay yes so him and Bobby are very good friends but my friend and I got dropped off in front of the garden that night and another company had sent an employee with a gross of roses which is a dozen dozens uh-huh. a dozen dozen roses and dropped the box off we were standing there and he got out of the car Rocked the box off, dropped it in front of the garden, and he took off. And we're standing there in front of a gross, a dozen, dozen of red roses. Mm-hmm. And we started to give them away, and people started to say, how much? And we're like, no, <laughs> these were dropped off here. We started they just fell off give, a truck. It oh. did fall off a truck. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. It's one of, my, one of my really cool deadhead things. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. That's a great story. Trivia for Rick. Well, Rick, well, no, how many roses are in a gross? Uh, 144. Good. Jenny, why did Bruce Hornsby and Jerry Garcia get into a fight during that show? This did not happen on stage. It was not. Oh, after? This was during the intermission. This is a kind of trivia. It has to be something to do with drugs, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um. He was uh, not taking the methadone, and so he was playing pretty um, cruddy. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. So I actually wrote this out. The uh, Bruce says, I really resent you coming to this gig and not putting anything into it. Jerry says, well, man, you don't understand 25 years of burnout. And that was that. And then they went out, and the second half was even better than the first, as Mario can probably tell you in greater detail. The way... The way the archives read is that <laughs> Jerry had all the pressure on his shoulders of the families and the people that worked there and the company keep touring and touring so they could keep getting paid and support and support their families. Yep. And that was a big weight on his shoulders is what I've heard and read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Try to I read as much that. as I can. He had a lot on his shoulders. Yeah. They did. A, there was a big company. 
I remember talking to truck drivers. I've been lucky enough to meet all of them. And and I remember talking to a truck driver, what was used to be called Great Woods, and behind yes. Great Woods and talking to him about, he had six children, and he drove truck, he drove one of the, they, they owned the truck, it was GD Production, San Rafael, California. And I, I also was a truck, am a truck driver, was a truck driver, still mm-hmm. am a truck driver, and I remember talking to him about his rig and the rules of the road and what it's like now, and I mean, what it was like then, and and we talked about it, and he said, yeah, man, we just keep going and going. That and is so a lot many of pressure. People, That's a so lot many of people pressure. are relying on this company, which yeah. it was. It's a business. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is the last question, and I asked uh, Mario and Jenny to submit a question to give to each other based on a shared Grateful Dead show experience. So, Mario, the question that Jenny is posing to you. The last show you attended together, you scored a great parking spot and then busted out the grill after the show and made everyone a second meal. What did you make? Burgers and chicken. Okay. Wow. Is he right? I wasn't there. Okay, very good. So how long was that? How long is it a concert experience like that? About four hours. That's it? Like. In, in- there, but then inside like in the but tailgate, we went, we like before and after. I got everyone parking spaces at Rodman Ford. And yes. then what's the after? Like how that was another two hours. So it's usually <laughs> about an eight-hour thing. That's and fantastic. there was a bunch of us there that all grew up yeah. together. Yeah. There must like have been 25, 25 yeah. 30 of us, yeah. And our friends from the vineyard came, and they brought their children in. Yeah, when oh, my right. daughter's came. Yeah, it was, it was, that sounds awesome. That oh, does sound like a great time. It was a really, really good time. Really I also have to time. say that this has been our best trivia so far, I think it's been the worst. These guys are getting all. The I think it's been right. the best. Oh, he's getting them right. Yeah. Well, Jenny, <laughs> this is this is the one that mm, this is the question that comes from Mario. When you and Tommy sat with Mario and his daughter Alicia five rows from the stage at the beginning of the second set, what song did they play <gasps> to start that second set? They had played China Cat Sunflower and. Right, and then, but I don't remember the second set. The second set, we went and got, we got Waters, yeah. came back and sat down just as they we came out. Do you, Do you remember? Give her a hint. Boy, I'm on the edge of my seat. I know, yeah. I don't remember. Estimated like- Profit. That's the thing, I cannot remember the names of songs at all. Well, Jenny, thanks for playing. You did a... Um, an admirable job. <clears throat> and I know, Mario. The expert. I think you both did great. All right, Jenny. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming in. You can read, you can get her book on Amazon. What's the name of it? Can we also get it I'm on Park Street that Books? Is it's it available? Under the Hidden Moon. And it is a great book yeah, a great written book. by a great person. That's right. Okay, we got to wrap this up. You guys have to I go. Know that. Good night, I everyone. Know. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you guys. Day three. Harry Eyeball, Rick, I doubt that. Are you kidding me? I'm a loyal customer of J3. J3, where their motto is, reflect your inner beauty. I don't know what that means, but I also know that we're still in a quarantine, and we're still on Zoom, and we still wear masks. Um, but we do have to sign for our FedEx packages, so please check out J3. Skin, makeup, hair, best bang for your buck. 508-359-9099. Bang for your buck, no pun intended. Oh, that pun is very much intended.
Park Street Books. When you run out of ways to bribe your kid to stay out of the way while mommy finishes her Zoom meeting. Come for books, end up staying for an hour for the pottery. Park Street Books, we're on Main Street. I don't know the number. Check out our website. And it's time for Megan Keller on News. Hey, Megan, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Terrific. It's your last live appearance. Last live one. Last live appearance. I saw the U-Haul truck. Are you ready? The U-Haul is parked outside the house, and I'm ready to go. Awesome. Or I am. That's crazy. Um, All right. For news, we have the hand-watering-only policy in Medfield. So it's been pretty hot around here. Yep. Very, very hot. And due to above normal temperatures and below normal rainfall around Massachusetts these past few months, the Energy and Environmental Affairs Committee announced that hand watering is required for the foreseeable future. Wait, this is a state mandate? Correct. Oh, that's going to be more than a $25 fine. Yeah, I'm wondering if if they up the ante on the... You weren't here earlier when I was talking about how, you know, I got a couple... Friendly reminders about watering your lawn when you shouldn't be, and then mm-hmm. they Rick laughs at the water ban. Is well, then they gave me a twenty-five dollar fee, and I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. living across the street from you, I will say, every lawn in this neighborhood, yours is the greenest of all. It is. <laughs> it is. And, well, that's that's not the water. That's Mario's lawn care. Lawn. Yeah. He yeah. put <laughs> the nitrogen and the lime down, and see what happens. No, he. It's puts incredible me, to right? the point yeah. to the point you're getting a, a boy dog in six weeks instead of a girl dog because you don't want the yeah, urine girl, to ruin girl dog, wow. the girl lawn. Girl dog pee will ruin my. That's true. Lawn. That's true. Well, so ironically, we were away last week, and we came home, and my dad turned on the sprinklers, and three of our sprinkler heads are broken. So I wonder if someone, you know, jacked them. Wow. People are knocking out our irrigation systems Mm -hmm. and murdering skunks. What is going on in this neighborhood? You know what's going to happen next? Real estate values. You know what's going to happen next is our SAT scores are going to go down, and then that's it. (laughs) Then I'm not going to be able to handle any of this. Well, that'll bring the property values of our homes down. Yep. So why live in Medfield? Exactly. Your girls are already in college. All right. Well, to wrap this one up. Anything else? So if you'd like to keep your plants nice and healthy, find your favorite watering can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I have alternative uh, ideas, but go ahead. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the next piece of news I have is the Shutter Island screening at the Massachusetts State Hospital. Yep. So if Wait, you guys, for real? For real. For real. If you're looking for a spooky night out with a family or, you know, first date, you can go see the haunting Shutter Island, which is rated R, outdoors on the grounds of the Medfield State Hospital. On Saturday, September 5th, and Sunday, September 6th. I love this idea. Like, how to make a date more awkward. (laughs) Do you want to go to an old mental hospital? uh, Listen, I walk around there at like 3 p.m. and I'm thinking, this place is haunted. Yeah. I mean, speaking of dates, my brother brought... His current I didn't girlfriend see it home. go in that direction, yeah. but all right. Well, no, I'm going to... So love gonna, it, Megan. We're where, where, did he, where did he take you? So, no, not me. <laughs> 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 My boyfriend's standing in the corner. Yeah. Our first date was not at the Massachusetts State Hospital. Wait. However, my brother brought his current girlfriend home. Um, Sorry, he didn't bring her home. It was during quarantine, and he wanted to take her to dinner, so he said, come to Medfield, we'll go to Avenue. Yep. Plug for Avenue. Yeah, it's a good restaurant. And instead... Well, 
brought her in the house and my dad had made like 10 steaks and was like, <laughs> Jack, dinner? And the poor girl, first time ever meeting the parents, didn't think she was going to meet the parents. Uh-huh. She's like, of course we can stay here. And Jack's like mortified. So not only does she have a dinner with the whole family, steaks, including Mac, who is in town. Um, Jack then said, well, why don't we go to Bubbling Brook? So that would be, you know, the actual first date. And I, being the awesome big sister I am, said, I'd love ice cream. Let's go. (laughs) So we go, Mac, me, Jack, and his girlfriend, Paige, who's adorable. They're still dating. Um, we all go to Bubbling Brook. It's closed. So instead, I come up with the idea, let's go to the state hospital and show them Brilliant. where we grew up. Um, so Jack and Paige had their first date walking around the Medfield State Hospital. Were they holding hands? Can they we just go back to were, why yeah, was your romantic. father grilling 10 steaks? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> worried It's a family of four. Bulk order. Family, bulk family order. Four, yes, that's five. Family of five. I know we well, forget yeah, about one, Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth is doesn't even matter. Like so, family of five. Yes, ten steaks, two two apiece. No. Wow, it's Costco bulk order. Okay. Weird plug. Is there any other news? <laughs> is this the news? Are we doing news? Um. All right. My third piece of news mm-hmm. is the vandalism. Speaking of the um, state hospital. Wait, the- we're still okay. We're still talking about vandalism. Oh wait, no, we're still no, talking we about the state talking hospital. Well, state hospital. So we Shutter Island. Sorry. Shutter Island tickets are twenty five dollars a person. Yep. It's a pop up drive in style. Wait, a person or a car? A person. You know, online it's a said a person. I'm going across the street. Yeah. <laughs> and you bring in your binoculars. And I'm gonna learn um like how to read lips. Yep. And then I'm gonna interpret it for my family. It's a good yeah. way to save a nickel. Thank you. That's funny. Yep. All right. Well, well, it's for charity, right? Rain or shine. It's for charity. Yeah. Oh, so. all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, but a family of four to see a movie you've already seen before outside in a car, $100, probably. I don't know. All right. Well, unfortunately, there was some vandalism at the state hospital. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this morning, someone posted a picture in the Concerned Citizen of Medfield of the vandalism at the state hospital, and it was actually horrific. Um, there was much back and forth in the comments on whether there should be cameras put in all over but then there was a big discussion on is that too much with you know big brother watching so i want to get everyone wait hang on i missed all of this what is the graffiti that happened oh sorry the graffiti it's not nothing no i mean it's not like someone is in hate speech it's it's just squiggly lines and stuff on a door and down a railing but it's kind of all over uh, yeah. Like the doors and the steps. It's where like the old cafeteria was at right. um, the state hospital. Okay. Again, yeah. I grew up there. So <laughs> and the state Child hospital is about to be repurposed for the arts. So if right. you're going to do graffiti, at least make it yeah. that you could have made a mural right. and then it right. would have been celebrated. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so. Banksy, you know, but I mean. So what are they doing? Megan? Hopefully it'll wash off. Um, they, they don't know who the culprits are. There Spray were a lot of, known a lot of comments that um, obviously the kids must have bought it at. Um, Ace's Hardware, so they'll figure out who it is. I don't well, know. Why do they think it's Ace's uh, yeah, Hardware? It been from right, it Listen, been. if I didn't have a full docket right now with this ska- snake, uh, skunk, I, why do I keep calling it a snake? I don't know. <laughs> um, I would get right on this. Right. I agree. Well, do you guys think cameras is Big absolutely, Brother watching? No, absolutely not. First of all, these buildings are partially or fully condemned. This whole property is, if it's not a brownfield site, it's it's a super fun site. It, the, the land is contaminated. Yeah. What's in there? Lead, yeah. asbestos. 
God knows what. I don't know, but it's such a nice space. I, so I get beautiful. that, but it's such a nice space. What, what's right? beautiful about it? Well, first of all, because all the windows are boarded up well, and everything's closed. You're and talking, all you're the Kathy's into murder. The, Rick, the, the, the well, roads are breaking apart. It's just. It, no, it's you're ugly. talking about the parking lot. It's abandoned. It's, the there's nothing pretty lot, about it. The parking lot. You can keep On talking. I'm going to keep saying the parking lot yeah. and the buildings. But then if you go like the field and the views and oh, all yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's gorgeous. But also like the buildings themselves, the structure is kind of great. Like it's its own town it in a some way. character. You right? know. I prefer the. You are not well, allowed I, in the buildings. They're not I safe. They need to be torn down. I mind, Rick. <laughs> all right. Well, I have a um, one of the comments someone wrote bored and destructive and to me that kind of screamed like a new medfield tv show bored and destructive love uh, it yeah. you yeah, can go my, anywhere with that storyline mm-hmm. my medfield tv show is bored and instructive i like the bored and destructive <laughs> first <laughs> of all let's see how different that show is also you're thinking bored and destructive you're thinking young kids <laughs> try middle-aged women who have a lot of time on their hands in the afternoon before that afternoon bus comes right <laughs> 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 I agree with that. Um, all right. My final piece of news is a little sad. Elizabeth Mann passed mm. away last week. Um, she passed away on August 8th, and we truly lost one of the greatest humans, I would say, to ever have lived in Medfield. And for any of you guys who don't know, she was one of our local crossing guards. She was the OG of the, the crossing OG. guards. 50 years. That's a long a time. Crossing That's guards. a commitment. I know. That's I knew nice. her quite well. Um, you did? Yeah. Did you know? Did you know what she was referred as? No, the lady with the red lips. Yes, I was about to get to that. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, oh. she was very much known for her red lipstick, her friendly smile, and her big wave. Okay. Um, and she was also a current conversation. I don't know if you guys knew, but she was born in Germany and lived through World War II before moving to Medfield with her husband in 1954. Wow. Um, so she had a really interesting um, past and. Um, growing up and so she used to tell the students that I will say I was late to school once for talking to her for too long oh, that's pretty I right. did get a detention but it's okay no but didn't that they didn't happen. they have a thing that she was known for talking to students and that they would be late yeah and that actually was a legit excuse no it was a legit because yeah. she's so beloved to be honest so I got so many tardies that that was the reason for yeah. the detention it wasn't because I was talking to her Gotcha, the man. one time you had the valid excuse, <laughs> yes, when they were like, they were like be "We're done with us." Yep. Yeah. No, it was after school detention. Oh, that's it was even, even worse. worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we wish her family strength and peace at this time, and we want to thank Elizabeth for all that she did to the Medfield community. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. That was nice. what a loss. Rest in peace. I know. That's the news. All right, that's all I've got. Well, that was the news with me. What? She didn't do her ending. <laughs> I'm Megan, and that's the Scuttlebutt. I'm a little worried because Megan's leaving, but I'm I'm happy for you. Thank you. Happy for you. But she's only gone until Thanksgiving. Yeah, she's not gone, gone. Let's she's just glaze just, over the fact that she's gone. hasn't accepted it. Yeah. I'm his best friend. She's, in not, really, she's not really going. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Um, thank you, guys. We're going to miss you, Megan. Thank you. We can't wait to see you in November. Yep. Good luck at Duke. Don't forget to check your mail in case yes, a large... Don't check um, package arrives with maybe a huge family photo. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can Fake you just photo? Can We're going to need your address. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it into my phone. Yeah. Here. I'm going to make a backstory for you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I mean, guys, I can still call in. Yeah. No, okay, good. Well, yeah. it won't yeah, be the same. We, it won't be the same. Actually, maybe I'll FaceTime in. 
Um, I will be maybe busy. I'm not sure. You're assuming that um, you Mike still and I want me? understand how to use these electronic right. devices on this table here to get I, that co that phone I call patched we did, in. Just, we needed that moment. Recorded. That, Thank you. you. Know, I really Megan's appreciate that. moment. <laughs> All right. That was the news point. with Megan Kelleher. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Megan. Well, good luck in college and all that stuff. And um, we will, what? Have fun at school. Do well. Get an A. Get a 4.0. I will. Good. And maybe we can have my goodbye dinner in November. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Shade. Nice name. Shade. <laughs> all right. So uh, this show was pretty good. A lot of characters in here today. We had a lot. We had Megan, who had to leave, um, and we wish her the best. We had Jenny Cronin, and we ACO Jenny Cronin. And then we had Mario Apolity of Mario's Lawn Care. Um, we also had our manager, Leanne Bravo. Right. We had a lot tonight, yeah. a lot. For Kathy Ferris and Mike Page, I'm Rick Fink, and this is Small Town Scuttlebutt. Thanks Wait. for- how dare you? What did we do Every wrong? time anybody on this show calls you Rick Fink, you go, that's my dad. <laughs> I'm Rick Fink Jr. You just referred to yourself as Rick Fink. Mike is no, on top of his game How tonight. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. no, I didn't. There it is, folks. There's Another the. One. That's what I said. I'm going to splice in here the <laughs> clip of you saying, I'm Rick Fink. Yeah, and actually, everybody do just. Do you want to apologize now no, or next you week? Just, if you're listening, you can just press that 15-second back button and then. For Kathy Ferris and Mike Page, I'm Rick Fink. I'm Rick Fink. Why, did I say something wrong? <laughs> nope. Good. Didn't think so. Okay, so again, we'll do this. Um, for Mike and Kathy and myself, Rick Fink Jr., this is Small Town Scuttlebutt, and uh, thank you for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye, guys. That was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebots, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday. Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page and Kathy Ferris are mismanaged by the Bravo Talent Group. Send your comments, questions, and grievances to these guys through Leanne Bravo. Email her at bravo1 at smalltownscuttlebutt.com and she'll probably get back to you eventually. Check them out on Facebook too. And thanks for listening. He assumed it was fan mail, right? <laughs> no, I read it, yeah. <laughs>